0: Welcome, everybody come in, sit down, we're going to get started. I am so excited to introduce you guys today to Jenny Wecker. She is the creator and founder of Fawn Design. Those amazing bags, yes, yes. As an entrepreneur, Jenny loves focusing her time on mothers and women. And she's going to talk to us today about loving the life you've built and how to prioritize your time between family, work, and personal life. So everyone, give her a big welcome. Welcome, Jenny. All right. How are we doing, guys? So I'm Jenny. I'm so excited to be here. Um, my voice is feeling a little hoarse. Vegas for four days will do that to you. Um, and also I am currently regretting my recent switch to natural deodorant. Raise your hands if you use natural deodorant. Actually, maybe we shouldn't because it doesn't work. It does. Okay. Someone needs to give me a good brand because the other day, I kid you not, I'm doing the dishes with my husband and he seems kind of like irritated with me. And so, of course, you know, you're doing that, like, what did I say, like, last week to him or two days ago or whatever? And I can't think of anything, so I finally am like, did I do something? And he goes, honestly, you stink. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, just at what cost to go natural? Seriously. So, yeah, if you have a good brand, come tell me after, because I did. I did. And they still, they still stink. I did it. Guys, we're on month three, still stink, so it could just be me, but, um, so I won't, I'll try not to raise my arms too much, um, but in all seriousness, I'm so excited to be here at Mascara, um, I actually first got introduced to Mascara, I think, had it been like four years ago, um, I was doing a thing called Pinners Conference in Utah, and Mascara had a booth there, and one of my friends was like, dude, you're about to see how crazy things get. Like, watch that booth. I'm like, okay. Oh, sure enough, the second the doors opened to that, uh, I think it's a trade show convention sort of thing, I mean, there was a line wrapped a mile long around the convention for Mascara and for Kara specifically. And, you know, early in my business, watching someone like Kara spending you know, so much time with each woman individually, showing them her products, how to use them. Um, that really stood out to me, and I've always looked up to her, and obviously, like, coming today and seeing what she's built is literally incredible. Um, so that's how I was introduced to it, and I'm a huge fan, and um, I love what all of you are doing. I'm super old school. I've got, like, my note cards, and apparently I'm really excited to show you this cute transition I somehow did on my PowerPoint. So. Right, straight up from the 90s, but bear with me. Um, so this is my family. Um, first and foremost, I am a mom. I have two little girls, um, Georgia and June. They're both going to preschool on Monday. I'm a little bit, I, can't, I actually cannot talk about it or I'll start crying. I was literally at Target and I walked by the school supplies and just had a full blown meltdown. I called my husband and he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, it, just, it was just the markers and the crayons and he's, <laughs> anyway. Um, so obviously like I'm a CEO, but I'm a mom and I love being a mom. Um, a few things about me. Um, I'm obsessed with the Dave Matthews band. Thank you. Um, I've been to 18 shows who can top that anyone. Okay. Well, it's all right. Um, he's coming to Salt Lake next week. I'll be there. Hope to see you guys. Um, I'm actually taking my whole team with me. Because I'm like, you have to understand like the part of the core of who I am. So I'm taking all of them. They all don't quite get it. But they're like, sweet, we get to get paid to go to a concert. Um, I'm actually a college dropout. I only did two semesters of college. And I really struggled. And I actually um, am a C student even. And that, saying that, even I'm like, that's probably not even true. I barely scraped by in school. Um, and I'm grateful now that I'm in a point in my life where I don't value how smart I am by my previous report cards. Um, I love popcorn. I like just plain popcorn in bed at night with just a little bit of salt. I grew up, um, my dad would use an oil popper and make popcorn every night, and I love to keep that tradition alive. Um, One of my kind of signature things is I wear Vans every day. I have since the eighth grade. Um I no exception today. My mom actually Oh, thank you. Well I'll I'll give a shout out to my mom. My mom actually made this suit for me. I know. She's incredible. So I told her, I'm like, I actually sent her a picture of some wallpaper and I'm like, mom, I need a suit with this kind of fabric. And you know, she she dialed me in. But she also blinged out the vans for me. Um so that's kind of one of my things that I love is like my vans and As, like, my business has grown, it's something that people know about me, and so I actually have people come up to me and go, I thought you were the girl who did fawn design. Then I saw your shoes, and I knew it was you. Um, I also really love to golf. That's something my husband and I do together a lot. Um, And my oldest daughter, Georgia, since she could stand, my husband was putting a golf club in her hand. So she actually can hit the ball, like, really well at four years old. So it's kind of like a fun thing we all do as a family. Um, last thing about me is so I actually learned to sew when I was five years old. This is one of my favorite pictures of me. This is on my first day of kindergarten, um, and I had just learned to sew that summer. Um, so I learned from my mom, as you could probably imagine. She's an amazing seamstress and taught me everything I know. And um, the sewing has actually become, you know, a big part of my journey with Fawn Design. Where's my cute transition here? There we go. Um, so this is a picture of some of my team. Actually, since we've taken this, our team has even grown. Um, so if you didn't know, I own a women's bag company called Fawn Design. How many of you have heard of Fawn Design before? That's so sick. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> I'm like, where's my phone? I need to do a, like a selfie with all of you. Um, so I started Fawn five and a half years ago, and I'll talk a little bit more about kind of the early, early stages of that. But just some like basic things, so we're based out of Utah. Um, my team is actually primarily women. Um, we do have a few men we've brought on to kind of try and break up our girls' club, but we're planning on keeping it as female as, as we can. Um, actually, I shouldn't say that, HR would not be happy. Um, moving on. Um, so yeah, so I, I currently have the team of 16 in Utah, and then I have a team of about 70 overseas um, for manufacturing so um kind of today what i really wanted to talk about is just kind of my journey over the last five years um i've had a lot of ups and i've had a lot of downs um and some of the things i'm sharing today are they're kind of heavy they really are but um when i got asked to speak a couple months ago it might have been longer than that it was just kind of this theme that i'm like i feel like this is what i need to talk about today and you know, even as I've been kind of rehearsing, I'm like, it's, it's, it's hard and it's personal, but I really hope that you can benefit from some things I share today. That was just, I'm dying over that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so this picture is actually the first bag I, um, I ever made. Um, probably the number one question I get asked as far as with fawn is, how did you get the idea for fawn design? And I had a friend who was pregnant, and she couldn't find a diaper bag that she liked. And so I thought, I feel like I could make her something cool, you know, that wasn't cheesy, didn't have tons of patterns. And um, so I went home after hanging out with her, and I spent the next few months kind of designing the bag. And I came up with this half circle shape, which if you've seen our bags, that's kind of our signature thing. And at the time, nobody was doing that. As well as i was like let's do faux leather there was also not another faux leather diaper bag on the market um and so i spent a lot of time on this bag while she while my friend was pregnant and then i ended up making this first one and giving it to her at a baby shower and she then had some friends like hey can you make me one i'm like yeah i guess i can make another one and then another friend asked so i'm like sure i can make another one and it just turned into this thing where all these people, random people, who are friends of friends, were asking me to make them bags. And so I just was making bags. Um, And I, at the time, was working full-time. My husband was working full-time and in school. So I would go to work till 5 or 6 at night, come home sew till 3 or 4 in the morning, get up at 6 or 7 the next day and do it again. And I did that for almost an entire year. Um, and it was exhausting, but it was really fun. When I look back at that, early, that first year, I'm like, man, the simpler times. Um, I had no idea what was ahead of me in the best and the worst ways. But um, I, let me just make sure I'm not leaving out anything real important about that. Um, oh, so during that year, I sewed just about 100 bags Um, that I sold to people and it was starting to get to a point where I was so tired of sewing which I knew was a big problem because that's what I loved to begin with and there would literally be times where I'd get an order in and I'd look at my sewing machine and I'd just stand there and I'd just be like, not again, like, no. Um, And, you know, my husband was like, we need to get these manufactured. There is something bigger here. And I kept being like, no, it's not. This is just a, a little hobby. You know, and he kept kind of nudging me that that's what we needed to do. So ultimately, towards the end of that first year, I actually found out I was pregnant. And I got really, really sick. Um, And not just the typical first trimester, like I was throwing up 10 times a day the entire time. I lost 30 pounds in my pregnancy. So I actually weighed less nine months pregnant than when I started. It was scary and it was awful. And I was still sewing the bags. It was ridiculous. Um, but I couldn't quit, you know, so we decided to manufacture, we look, you know, we start looking into it and we realize we need $20,000, which I didn't have $20,000, we ended up moving in with my parents because we could barely afford our rent on the apartment we were doing while trying to make fun happen, while doing work and school. Um, and so I decided to do a Kickstarter campaign. And if you aren't familiar with Kickstarter, it's basically like a crowdfunding platform. So you can say, here's my cool idea, you can pre order it, or you can just donate money to me. So we ran ours like a pre order. Basically, we said, you know, we're trying to raise um, $25,000, and if we hit our goal, um, we'll ship the bag. And, Three or four months, and if we don't hit the goal, you get your money back and you're not charged. Um, and so, we launched the Kickstarter, and about actually about like halfway through, we weren't even halfway to our goal. So I remember my husband and I, like I can remember exactly where I'm sitting, and I just said to him, I'm like, you know what? I think we need to probably accept that this isn't meant to be any more than it is. And you know, we just we just decided that if at the end of this, you know, 15 days. If we haven't hit our goal, I think we know that like we're not supposed to do this. Um, and lucky for us, the campaign ended up picking up a lot of traction. And so by the end of the 15 days, we ended up raising forty-two thousand dollars when our goal was twenty-five thousand. So um, when I think about, I think about that time in my life a lot because not only did I then have this money right to go and do the manufacturing but it was such a pivotal of like, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I know this is what I'm called to do. And I lean on that experience time and time again. Um, and I, li- I like sharing that story because I think we all have those moments, right? Those ones that are just like, it's so clear, like that's what we need to be doing, but then we forget. So we really need to be like reflecting on those times. Um, so I wanna, I guess, fast forward to what I'm talking about to and I guess go behind. Um, So I want to talk about me three years ago. Um, Here's me. Um, So three years ago, I'm two years into my business. I'm one year into now managing um, my own manufacturing. I had a one-year-old and also a newborn. Surprise. That's my... Oldest was six months old, and I found out I was pregnant again. I did not talk to my husband for two straight weeks. I was so mad. I was like, how does this happen? Like, literally, it does not make sense. I promise you. Anyway, but June was meant to be. So so I have a one-year-old and newborn. I'm refusing to take time off, like literally refusing. Um, I, I was answering emails in the delivery room. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, even, I know. It's awful. Um, my husband had just quit his full-time job, so we to help with fawn, so we didn't have an, you know we didn't have his insurance. we were now paying um out of pocket. I was living off of fast food and diet Coke. Um, I had my first knockoff, my first bag knockoff um, i was ugh, I always <laughs> sorry. Um, I was neck deep in depression and anxiety. Um, I would have full-blown anxiety attacks almost every single day. Um, I would go in my bathroom and I'd lock the door and I'd turn on the shower so no one could hear me crying because I just couldn't do it. It was so hard. I was doing almost everything for my business, um, social media, customer service. I was helping ship. I was doing inventory management. I was trying to learn finance, um, all while taking care of my kids and the home, and you know the list goes on and on. Um, and also, you know, I was trying to trying to build a team, you know. But then I'm having to also deal with this losing control, right, and giving up this thing that I've worked so hard on and trusting people to help me. Um, so it was really difficult. So fast forward a little bit to October. Um, so the effect of a year like that, this is kind of what started to happen. Um, my marriage started to fall apart. Um, you know, it, it, I really applaud people who can work with their spouses. It is so hard. Um, And we just weren't good at having boundaries. That's the thing I recommend to anyone. I'm like, if you're gonna work with your spouse, have boundaries, have set roles. You know, and if things start to bleed into each other, you need to reevaluate. And we just, we're not good at doing that, you know. And we'd be sitting at the dinner table talking about fawn. Well, (laughs) I'm like, at the dinner table. Yeah, right, like we're sitting in the car eating fast food or at the counter. But you know, we're having dinner and we're talking about fawn. You know, we're getting ready for bed. We're talking about fawn and you know it just would never go away because we just didn't put those boundaries in place. Um, and it was it was really, really hard on us and you know we were fighting constantly because he think he, he knew best. I think I knew, I knew what was best. And so ultimately, um, towards the end of uh, 2017, I just was like, something's gotta give, you know, either we aren't going to be, able to stay together, or Fawn's gonna fail, or it's all gonna fail. And so, you know, I had to have the hard conversation. And I approached my husband and I said, I think you need to step down from the business. And when I tell people that, they're always like, oh my gosh, how did that go? And he goes, yeah, I think so. So obviously, like, a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders that we both knew something something was wrong. Um, You know, but I'm not gonna lie, it's been hard since then, like, how do you go from everything's great and good to being really condescending to each other all the time to now having to repair? So, I mean, that's been something I didn't ever anticipate I'd have to deal with. Um, but, yeah, that was a hard, that was a hard decision. Um, the other thing, too, is my business was growing at such a fast pace that I couldn't even stop to appreciate it. Or I wasn't willing to stop and appreciate it. You know, it would literally be like, oh my gosh, you were in People Magazine. Oh, cool, next thing. You know, and it's like, I look back at that and I'm, so, and I'm really disappointed that I didn't take that time to be like, you know what, that is so cool. I'm gonna bask in that for at least a day. Probably should be more. But you know, I had all these wins and I just was never stopping to, to appreciate it and also go, you know what, Jenny, that is enough. Like, you're doing enough and that's okay. Um, uh, the other thing, you know, part of that fast food, right, is I was overweight, I was tired, I was uncomfortable, I was grumpy, I was mean, I was tired, I was tired, I was tired. I think we've all been there. Um, you know, and also on top of that, you know, my, my depression got to the worst it's ever been in my life. Um, and I, I've unfortunately dealt with depression since I was eight years old. Um, When my parents got divorced, it was really hard, really hard on me. And so for me to look back and go, this was my worst time, um, is unfortunate because I had so much good. Um, But the depression was getting out of hand, and it got to the point where, um, (sighs) sorry, Um, I actually became really suicidal. And... The worst part of it all is no one in my life had any idea how bad I was struggling. Um, I would drive to work and literally almost be praying I'd get hit by a car because I just didn't want to do it anymore. Um, And that's so sad. And It's sad because, you know, I look at my life and I'm like, I had so much good and I was just so trapped and consumed by this feeling of feeling overwhelmed and not being able to get out. Thankfully, I finally broke down to my husband, and I told him, I said, Cole, I don't know what it is, and you know, and I'm, I'm a mess, I'm sobbing, and I just said, I just don't want to live anymore, and I don't know why. Um, and after that conversation, it was, you know, it was really good for me to be able to, like, kind of get that out there and finally feel like he could have a glimpse of what I was going through. Um, and ultimately, he convinced me to go to therapy, which... I am so grateful for. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, I think we're so fortunate nowadays. We live in a time where therapy is is something people talk about. Um, but I knew even for me then, right? I'm supposed to be this successful CEO, mom, boss, who's also like, you know, who's struggling so much and needs to see a therapist. So it was a little bit, a little bit tough for me to like get over that. Of like, no, this is good. This is this is what you need. This will help you. Um, and it, I'm not going to lie, it took a little bit to find a therapist that I th- really felt like understood Jenny and what Jenny needed to hear and could be my advocate, but could also call me on my crap, you know. But it, it took a while, and so I mention that because, you know, if, if you're in a place where you feel like you need to go, see, go to a therapist, which I think everyone can benefit from that, know that it's okay if the first one you don't really like. That's totally normal and that it can take a few tries, you know. But luckily now... I have one, and I, I go see her every single week, and she's the best. So I want to fast forward to last year. Um, so I continued going to weekly therapy, and that really, really, really helped me. Um, through, fer- through therapy, um, I learned that I needed to be on medication to help stable everything out, just take you know, that edge off of my life, um, and and that was hard. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I had to get on four different medications, and it made it hard for me to sleep, and it made they made me gain weight, and there's all these things. But ultimately, um, it was the best thing for me, and it and it really helped me start to be able to get out of that hole and see my life. But um, ultimately, too, I looked at I looked at my life, and I was kind of like, enough is enough. Like I'm tired of feeling like like this. And I just, I don't want to live another year like this. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to my family. Um, And I think that's when I realized it's time for me to create the life that I want and find that balance between work and life. Um, I love this quote so much um, from Oprah. Have you guys heard of Oprah? Just kidding. this bad thing isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. Um, what a perspective change that really is. Um, and I'm, as I stand right here, that's how I look at the past few years of, you know, I could very much so be like, man, why did that have, have to happen to me? Why did I have to get to that point? You know, but I'm so grateful to look at it like that had to happen for Jenny so I could be the person I am right now. Um, so let's talk about now, let's get some positivity up in here. Um, so these are like three of my favorite pictures of me right now. Um, so this this first one of me wearing the pink shirt, I actually um, earlier this year decided to take a humanitarian trip um, to the Philippines. And I went with an organization called Charity Vision if you're wanting to do a good humanitarian trip of any kind, they're a great one because, um, so Charity Vision, they're obviously doing things with eyes and sight, um, but what's really cool is you get to um, do vision tests for children and, and some adults in third world countries, and then you deliver glasses to them, so you actually see, you know, your money, where it's going. Um, so... That experience for me was really life-changing, and the whole time I was on the trip, I kept thinking, this is the reality check I needed. You know, while I was in the Philippines, I didn't have hot water. It was hard to find clean water. You know, you'd look around, and people didn't even have any shoes. Um, You know, when was the last time you thought about where you're going to find water, let alone clean water? Probably never. Um, So I think that's a big thing. You know, you don't necessarily have to go on a big humanitarian trip, but... You know, being in this funk, like, for me, it helped so much going and serving other people and people who had just the starkest contrast of life. Um, And it's really helped me a ton. Um, This picture of me in the middle, it just seems like a very, like, you know, normal whatever picture. But the cool thing with this picture is I'm actually on a photo shoot in San Francisco. And the thing that makes it cool is I chose to be there. So up until this point, I was on every photo shoot. I was doing every single, you know, like there was no option to not go. But I had actually decided to stop going to things like that because I have a creative director who's so good at her job, why am I not letting her do it? You know, so I'm, I was so happy on the shoot because I hadn't been going and I chose to be there and I had fun. And I let my team do their thing and I kind of just hung out. So I'm happy. Also, I didn't have to do as much work. So, you know, I was happy. But. Um, the last picture, um, it see. Uh, sorry, I'm such a crybaby. Um, it seems like a very, you know, just whatever, a selfie with my kids. But the cool thing about this picture is, it's the middle of uh, ugh, the middle of the day on a weekday, and I'm in my pajamas in my bed with my kids. You know, and this is the person who is answering emails in the delivery room. Um, and so that picture is really special to me because it shows that I'm finally getting it. You know, that it's those, it's those simple things that really matter. I just want to make sure I didn't... Okay, here we go. So I just can't get over my PowerPoint. I can't even look at it. Um, so here's some things I'm doing to change. This is like a long list, but th- this is what works for me to convey. Um, So if I can tell you guys to do one thing today, only one thing, the one thing I would say is to keep a daily or weekly gratitude journal. And I know there's like a lot of buzz around that, but I cannot express to you enough the difference this made in my life. Um, I love this app that's called Day One, and it's all on your phone. And what's cool is you can make all these different journals, You know, so I have like my daily journal, I have like one for each of my girls, and then I made a gratitude journal. And what's cool is you can set up reminders. So at 7 a.m. every single day, I get a reminder that says gratitude time. And all I do is I list three things that I'm grateful for. And the cool thing is that even if you don't, let's say you're in the middle of something and you don't have time, when that alert comes on, your mind instantly goes to a place of gratitude. And even if I didn't have time to write it down, I'm thinking of, man, I'm so grateful I got eight hours of sleep tonight, or I'm so grateful I was able to drive Georgia to school, or you know whatever it is. Um, I cannot express to you enough what a difference that has made for me in my life. Um, and that's I'm, I, we could wrap up right now, but I'll keep going. Um, the other thing is ske- I schedule myself first. And that's really hard for us women to do. We always put ourselves last, always. And, you know, the thing that I found, which is crazy, is the second I started putting myself first, I actually become less selfish. Because I'm my best self, and I'm able to serve and help others and my family, instead of being the me who was giving, 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 but then inside, I'm resenting, I'm in a dark place, you know, and I wasn't taking care of myself, and that's not good giving. Um, so. On top of that, I schedule everything, like including like these reminders, right? I was saying the gratitude journal reminder. But I, I schedule my workouts. I schedule when it's time to eat. I do all those things because if I don't, I don't do it. And that's what works for me. Um, but when I finally started to like set up some of these scheduling and reminders of like, you are worth it. You are worth taking the time to do these things. Um, the other thing is, I don't break, Right? at least I should say I try. These are all you know, works in progress. Um, I don't break promises or commitments to myself. How many of you have missed a workout? Okay, when was the last time you told your friend you would make them dinner and bring it to them and you didn't? No one. Maybe one, <laughs> you know, okay, but virtually nobody, right? So what is the deal? We we don't break promises to our friends and family, but we break our own promises almost every day. Um, and if you haven't read the book um, "Girl, Wash Your Face" by Rachel Hollis, I know that's a big one right now. But she talks a ton about that, and that really impacted me. Um, and she has kind of coined the like, you know, don't break promises to yourself. And I I love that so much. So that's why I'm like. I schedule my workouts because Jenny doesn't break promises to herself. And even when I'm like in my exercise, right, and it's so hard, and I'm like, I'm done. The thought goes, but Jenny doesn't break promises to herself. So it's a a powerful thing. I also really recommend that book. Um, The other thing I've done is I've brought on people that are smarter than me. And um, the, the funny thing with this is it was really hard at the start, but now it's like it's almost like, how do I get less and less of me in the office? Because I'm starting to realize, like, I know what Jenny's good at, and I know all the things Jenny isn't good at. But when it's your thing, it's really hard to do that from the start. It really is. Um, But it's really important, because then it allows you to do the things you're the best at. The other big thing is, I aim for eight hours of sleep a night. Now, if any of you come and tell me, oh, I only need four, that is not true. You need more than four hours of sleep. But for some reason, we like to think that we can just operate maximum capacity. We can drink another Diet Coke, we can get through it. And ultimately our body needs sleep. And so part of the scheduling thing, I schedule when I go to bed and I schedule when I wake up, which I wake up at 6 a.m. You don't have to do that. But for me, I'm like all these things I need to get done before I head out the door for work means I need to get up at six, which means I I need to go to bed at 10. And I try and do that most nights. Sometimes, you know, when you're too many episodes deep in Game of Thrones, you know, you stay up a little later, but, you know, but I get up at six. And um, I challenge you to figure out a good schedule for you and don't break that promise to yourself. So, this is a big one that I know could cause some controversy in here, but I stopped drinking Diet Coke. And I'm not here to tell you what you should and shouldn't do at all. For me, I was full-blown addicted, and I, this is how I realized it. So if you guys have been to Utah, you know we have drive-throughs for soda. That's where we're at as in Utah. Anyway, I'm at the drive-through, and the lady had the audacity to say good morning to me, and I'm like, what, good morning, and I look at my clock, it is 7 a.m. I was like appalled with myself. But I still drink, of course, I drank the Diet Coke, can't let that go to waste. But I also did some reading about stuff um, with aspartame in particular being linked to stuff with depression, and I don't know whether that's true or not, but for me, where I'm like, I'm working so hard to combat this depression that I know I struggle with, and I'm I'm taking medication for it, I'm doing all these things, and then I'm going to drink Diet Coke like it's going out of business. Like, for me, it just was kind of like, that's just not very fair. What, like I said, I don't know if that's true, but for whatever reason, that really helped me. Now I'm big on sparkling water, and it's working. Um, the other thing is I exercise only when I want to, and I actually do things I enjoy. I think something that, I don't want to say frustrating because that sounds, sounds too negative, but I think with a lot of kind of fitness things right now is kind of this one-size-fits-all, right, where it's like, well, you know, everyone can do BBG and do it, and it's great. And it's like, and it's not that I don't necessarily think that's true, but I'm like, BBG's really hard. It's like really, really hard. And I was starting to get really frustrated at myself that I couldn't finish a workout. And then when I started talking about it and realizing like a lot of my friends couldn't finish a workout, and so I'm like, okay, there's something to be said here. It's not exactly this One size fits all. There may be parts of it that work and parts of it that don't. So, for me, over the last six months, I've really been crafting like kind of some workout and exercise that just works for Jenny. You know, it it probably doesn't work for my friend. And some of that stuff is, I actually love to rollerblade, which I know is kind of weird, but, and you burn a lot of calories, which is awesome. So, on Saturdays, I go rollerblading. And for me, like, it works and I love it. and two, I, I don't say to myself, I exercise every single day. I exercise the days that I want to. And that to me is what makes me feel good. Um, the other thing that I've been doing, which is something my therapist from the get-go recommended to me, is I'm refining my hobbies. Um, if you would ask me even a year ago, what's my hobby? I'm like, oh, work's my hobby. Duh, like that's all I do. Um, and that was one of the biggest things. She's like, you have got to be doing stuff other than work. Because it's just going to consume your life, it, which it was. You know, so part of that, like, golfing. My husband would invite me to go golfing all the time. And i just be like, I can't. I have to go to work. So now, like, I don't work on Fridays. And I usually go golfing on Fridays with him. Um, but also, I started sewing again. I hadn't touched my sewing machine almost since I started sewing the bags. You know, and that that's really it makes me sad because I love to sew. But it's been so fun to go back and be like, oh, yeah, this is what really got me, like, excited about fawn was sewing. So I think that's really important I think too as moms and women, there's a lot of times that our hobbies do get lost and they get put on the back burner. They're so important. Um, I know I wrote something else down that I didn't put on there. Um, I started trying to drink a green smoothie every day, which I don't really like doing. But I do it because I'm like, at least I know I'm getting some good food right at the start. Something really interesting about that is, so my therapist, she one day, you know, we're just talking about the week, and she goes, so how's your self-care going? And I'm thinking, well, I haven't gotten a massage in a while, like, I haven't really had a girls' night, you know? And she goes, well, have you been eating three meals a day? And it, like, like I was stopped, like, what, you know? And she's like, that's self-care, is eating three meals a day. like." Or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, because I know intermittent fasting, anyway, whatever you want to do, but the point is, are you taking time to eat your meals? And it, it, like, really took me back. I'm like, how often have I eaten, you know, good meals? And I'm like, I really haven't been. And so, I love, though, with things like that with self-care, finding, like, simple things. And it doesn't have to be this elaborate, go get a massage, go do this. But it's like, okay, you know what? I did good self-care today because I had three meals today. Um... Kind of the last thing is, um, I'm a mom and a CEO, just not at the same time. And obviously, like, I'm always a mom. We're always moms. That doesn't go away. But I was talking to someone a couple months ago, and she was like, Jenny, I just don't know how you do it. Like, how are you being a mom and running this business? And for whatever reason, and I get asked that all the time. But for some reason, I finally like stopped and I was like, wait a second. Do you think I'm doing this at the same time? And she was like, well, well yeah. I'm like, no, I like my kids are at home with my husband or our nanny while I'm at work, and then when I come home, I'm the mom. So I think that's another thing is um, I'm not doing both. I'm not. I don't have a baby on my hip and doing work, and that's and that's totally okay if that's the stage in life that you're in or if that's what you want to do. But I know for me, keeping it separate. Like I'm at work, I'm you know I'm CEO Jenny, but the second I'm off the clock, I'm home and I'm ready to be the mom, and I think that's really important. Um, Especially too with like social media for people to realize that, um. You know, a lot of people we're not doing this at the same we're not doing at the same time, and we have help. So there is some overlap with these things, but so kind of some things that I've learned and wish I would have known when I started, and this is how I feel like really creating that. That time of your life that we talked about, Um, you are perfect already. I think we get really caught up in this, um, you know, this, we're needing to strive for perfection where it's like, you know, this is, that's the journey, right? You know, it's not a destination, we're never gonna get there. And that's like, I know that seems kinda harsh, but like, just look at yourself today and go, I'm already perfect. I'm already perfect just the way I am today. And that's great. Um, I kind of already said, you know, some of these things, but you know, putting yourself first, then everything else. Um, and how you'll actually be less selfish that way. Schedule everything. I have beat that to death, but I really believe in it. Um, I think another big one is just cutting yourself some slack. We're so hard on ourselves all the time that it's not enough. We're not doing enough. We didn't get up early enough. We didn't Even all these things I'm saying, I have to really check myself when it's like, you know what? I wanted to watch Game of Thrones all night, so I didn't get 10 hours of sleep, and that's okay. Um, the world is not going to come unglued. Um, how I kind of also learned this part of just kind of cutting yourself with slack and treat yourself with love, I've actually been a nail-biter since I was five. Like, since I could chew, I was biting my nails and have my whole life, up until about eight months ago. Um, and I've tried everything, you know, the, you name it, I've tried it. But what I ended up starting to do is I said to myself one day, you know what, Jenny? If biting your nails is the worst thing you do, it's not that bad. You're not, it's OK. And I stopped. But I mean, I was telling myself that constantly. Like, if that's the worst thing you do, it's not that bad. And it made me really think about that. Like, how many times have I just beat myself up? Like, oh, that's so gross you bite your nails. I can't believe you do that. That's so gross. You have, you have a big photo shoot coming up, and look at your nails. It's so gross. You know, but the second I just was like, it's not that bad. Stopped. You can come see. I've Got a fresh Manny for you guys. Um, I kind of, I, I, kind of touched on this, but just remembering that balance is never achieved. It's a journey. So even when, you know, they, they wanted me to talk on work-life balance, I was a little bit like, I don't really believe in it. You know, like, I just don't think it exists. It, you know, you never can quite get there. But I think it's that we're always striving for that, um, and that's what's important. Um, the other thing, and this is kind of this is a hard thing for me, but um, the line of what's important gets blurred really, really fast, and especially for me, right? When I was talking about all those things with the business early on, and it um, it was hard for me to say no because I'm like, well, this is how I provide for my family, you know. Um, and I think that there's there is some truth to that, right? But there's also you got to have those boundaries, and you you can't break those promises to yourself. Um, but it gets especially hard when you're the provider or you're providing in some form, especially, you know, with money, it, it gets, it gets, it's a really slippery slope. Um, don't do mom guilt. Don't even go there. I spoke on a panel, no, was it a panel? I can't remember. It was a couple years ago with, um, this influencer, Kelly Jensen. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. And someone asked her about this about mom guilt, and she just goes, oh, I don't even do that. And I was, you know, you're kind of a little bit like caught off guard, and she's like, yeah, I don't do that, I don't go there. And it was really powerful. Um, And I know that's a hard thing to do, especially, right, where we're, we're working women and we're trying to do these things, but, you know, don't let yourself go to that place. And it's, the hard thing for me, too, with mom guilt is I think it's something that's getting talked about a lot. So then you're kind of almost like, you feel like you were doing good, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, do I have mom guilt? Wait, I should be having mom guilt because this person's asked me about it, so maybe I should have it. You know, and it's, you know, for me, I think when I decided, like, at work, I'm CEO Jenny and at home I'm mom Jenny, it makes it really hard to have guilt. You know, even today. So i actually been in Vegas since Sunday. I did a trade show all week. Um, and my girls had preschool orientation yesterday. And so you know what I did? I flew home, went to preschool orientation, flew back here today. And I'm not saying, I'm telling you that because for me, that's what I'm like, that's what will make me feel the best. No one told me I needed to do that, you know, and it was fine. It was a quick flight here, and I'm so glad that I did it. But then that doesn't allow me to get to that place. But there are times, right, where I couldn't, I couldn't fly there. But I know I'll make it up to my kids in some other way. But the other really cool thing with, with kids is they are so resilient. I was talking to somebody about this just right before of how, I love being a mom because my girls think I'm perfect. And no matter what I do, I'm, you know, the greatest person to them. And so why do you think, why would they care if you, you know, miss preschool orientation? They're not going to. You know, but I get it, like, these are important milestones. But at the end of the day, remember, your kids are resilient, they forgive you, they love you, and they're proud of you. Um, One of my favorite things ever, is when we're out in public, and my oldest Georgia will go, Mom, I'm a design bag. That's what she calls Fawn. Fawn design, Fawn design. Mom, a design bag. She points them out. You know, it's so cool. And I'm like, those are those things where I'm like, she is so proud of me. She is okay that I am speaking to amazing women. I can't wait to tell her that when she's older. Of like, you know, I might have missed this, but guess what I was doing. Um, be okay with seeking help. And I mean childcare, house cleaning, whatever those things are, that will make you be able to do the things you need to do and want to do. It's okay, it is okay. And you know, obviously finance is, is a big thing. But you know what I found, especially with women, we get shit done. We do. We will find the money. We will make it happen. Yes. So if you need someone to come babysit so you can go out on a girls' night, you freaking do it. Okay. Um. Another thing is work with what you have. You know, so I know I talked about, right, like keeping this balance. You know, but I also get early on, right? There's some sacrifices you have to make, but just don't make all the sacrifices, okay? But working at nap time, nighttime, weekends, at home, the library, you don't have to have this office, you know, work with what you have, but also remember you are so much smarter than you think you are. Remember me talking about I was a C student I dropped out of college, buy the books, I'm not smart, but I know that I'm smart and you guys are too and you don't, you don't need a huge team, you have so many things going for you, um, <clears throat> you're just so much more capable than you think you are and that's probably a big thing in my life, you know, growing up I just never thought I would amount to much, I really didn't and that sounds, that sounds sad to say but that was the truth. You know, but when I look at my life, I'm so proud. And I, I wish I could go back and tell 16-year-old Jenny, of, I know all these things are telling you you're not smart, but you have no idea what's ahead of you. The last thing is trust your gut. Um, I think we all have such a strong intuition, and so many times we try and suppress it. I think back to that, like, well, I'm not smart enough. How can my gut be telling me what to do? I can tell you my gut is what has led me here. There are so many times that I haven't listened and I've regretted it. You know, and any time I've really just gone with my core, even if maybe it wasn't the right decision, at the end of the day, I sleep at night because I know I did what I think was best. Oh, these are just some books. You guys can take a picture of this. Um, These are all just books that I've really liked that have helped me. Um, And then I also, over on the I guess it's your guys' left. Um, a fitness book that I really liked is Body Love. And it's kind of like an intuitive eating thing. But then um, I love like, I have like five different fitness apps because I'll like dabble and do a workout here, workout there. So Tone It Up is one I've recently really liked because it's like a woman, just boss brand. And they're like, there was this one workout where the gal was like, okay, look over to your friend. And You know, she's been through so much, and da-da-da, which I'm by myself. But luckily, I look, and I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm looking at myself. And I'm like, man, that was really cool. So that was on an app, so pretty cool. Um, I also love Clean Simple Eats, those meal plans, if you guys have done that. It's like a great, like, if you need a Kickstarter to eating a little bit healthier, it's a great, great starting point. Um, But yeah, some of these books, I'm like, if I had to pick... I couldn't pick one. You have to read all of them. But they're all on Audible, so you can read them or listen to them. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. But yeah.